0: Today, I want to talk about why is it that some people can eat 300 grams of carbs per day and still be thin. So if I put a red square on the screen, most people are going to report that they saw a red square. So some people might report seeing a square. Some people might report seeing something red, but not be able to give the detail of whether it was a square, red, or a circle, blue, or, and that's kind of down to attention to detail. Now, there could be people that see that clearly it was a square, but now they're kind of like guessing at what color it was and possibly that could be explained by them being colorblind. Now, there's other people that would report seeing something red, but then not being able to tell you what shape it was, and though although they clearly saw it, and that would be down to them being partially blind so they can see images, but they can't see it clearly. And then there'll be the people that report seeing nothing at all because they're actually blind. Now, what the heck does all this have to do with whether or not someone eating 300 grams of carbs will be thin or gain weight? Hello everyone, welcome to mind-blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your keto psychologist. The reason that I make these videos is because when our mental health and physical health are doing well and working well together, we end up having that overall sense of well-being. If this is something that you are working on, please subscribe because I make new videos every week. Okay, so all of that was to explain to you that how our body is currently functioning is what determines how sugar will affect our body. And at the same time, pointing out that sugar is sugar and our body is our body. So human bodies function a certain way. Sugar functions a certain way in the body. So then why am I saying, but dependent on how your body. So it's because it's complicated. We are actually built to survive. So one meal that's not on the plan, one meal that's deviating from the norm, one meal that's giving me garbage is not going to kill me unless there's actually poison in it but hundreds of meals, thousands of meals that are off plan will harm us eventually. What I'm actually talking about right now is something that I heard Amy Berger talking about called the personal fat threshold. So I'm gonna start there, but there's more to this, but I'm gonna start there. You see, our personal fat threshold really just refers to the fact that each person has a threshold for how much fat their body can actually store on them some people are not able to store a lot of fat. So what does that mean? It means that they will put on a certain amount of fat for storage and then there's no more room. When there's no more room, other metabolic things start to happen. So whether they become diabetic, they get PCOS, whether they get um, heart issues and other physiological repercussions start to show themselves, colitis and Start to show themselves, inflammation was my story. Other problems start to show themselves due to their inability to store more fat at that point in time. The question that I have is as a society, are we trying to imply that having PCOS, heart disease, or some other metabolic issue is more desirable than being overweight? Because when you actually look at the reaction that people who are overweight get, versus people who are thin get but then you look at the fact that there are a lot of people who have pcos heart disease and and they don't get the same negative reaction is it because we don't understand that their poor eating habits cause contributed to those issues we need to think about this right because we fat shame all the time now i know that we as a society work really hard to lose weight it's probably why some of you are here But we need to understand that eating a healthy ketogenic lifestyle solves so much more if we really want to try to understand what our body does with the excessive amount of carbs that we eat and why one person can be thin and have heart trouble and another person can be thin and have pcos and another person can be thin and have inflammation issues and another person can be overweight and we're trying to understand why are all of those different situations happening Consider for a second what's happening with us right now with the shutdown that we're all living. We are ordering more things by mail than I think ever before. That means that there are more packages arriving to our homes, which means that we are getting boxes and we are getting envelopes and we are getting all these things that we weren't necessarily having before because we would go to the store, we would purchase the item and we would only have the packaging that comes along with the item. So now what what would happen if Violet wants to make sure that the best possible thing happens with these packages? Well, option number one is I recycle my stuff, right? So I just do the normal, break the boxes down, break the packages down, put them in the recycling, let the recycling companies come and take them away. That's possibly number one. So I might be the person who's gonna say, well, of course, eventually I'm gonna recycle the box but maybe before recycling it I'm going to try to reuse it so I'm going to reuse the plastics I'm going to reuse the envelopes I'm going to reuse use the boxes now I might use the boxes to make crafts a good use before I eventually recycle them what if I decide to use some of those envelopes as napkins and 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 you know like for cleaning stuff using something for something it's not meant to be used for it will do a somewhat of a job. Is it doing a good job? Probably not. So maybe now I'm having these boxes in my home and I'm using them for other things, but they're kind of cluttery and they're kind of not practical, but so they're kind of in the way, but yet they're useful because they are kind of doing the job. Eventually when the lockdown is over, when people visit my home, are they going to see my home looking beautiful as it used to? Well, no, they're going to see, you know, boxes being used for things that you typically don't use boxes for. And I'll explain, but you know, does it change the fact that my home, it looks cluttered and messy? Does it change the fact that it's blocking the air circulation and potentially harming me anyway? Because if you don't have good circulation in your home, the air quality diminishes and you can get sick. Does it change the fact that boxes and paper collect, um, bugs and that maybe I'm going to have more bugs in my home, which again, not healthy for Violet. So there are some uses for those boxes that might make sense. Right? If I'm going to package something up to ship to someone else, if I have got a box, that's a good recycling use. And then there are other uses for the boxes that just don't make as much sense. We need to keep in mind that we are all special snowflakes, right? And the way that my body decides to manage those carbohydrates that are coming in is going to be specific to Violet. And the way that your body decides to manage the carbohydrates that you're taking in will be specific to your you, wellness warrior out there. It's going to be specific to you. If I understand that, then what happens is that I start to realize that it is not because violet is thin, but eating excessive amounts of carbs, that my body is healthy on carbs. Because what we actually know is that carbohydrates in large amounts equal toxic to humans. What we also know is that we have insulin, which is very efficient at getting those carbohydrates out of our blood what we also know is that when insulin takes those carbohydrates out of our blood it will put it away as fat however there are other hormones and other processes in our body that are always at work trying to help in this process of making sure that there's not too much carbohydrates floating around the blood so if somehow the carbohydrates end up causing my inflammation and I didn't end up getting fat until many, many years later. And then someone else's carbohydrate intake leads to them having PCOS, but then they don't get overweight till many, many years later. And then someone else's carbohydrate situation ends up with them gaining weight early, and then they get issues later. If someone is thin and has diabetes, there's so many different avenues that our body can take that still solves the problem of getting the carbohydrates out of our blood. There's so many reasons that these other things are happening. And we need to understand that. And I say solve the problem. It doesn't solve the problem. The the carbohydrates are still there. The carbohydrates are affecting us. The carbohydrates are causing problems, but our body is taking them and using them and doing the things with them and trying to keep us as safe as it possibly can. What we need to learn to start to do is is ask better questions because am i thin is not the only indicator of health it's not even an indicator of health because the person who's overweight but has no other metabolic issues is healthy because that's what your body's supposed to do if there's extra carbohydrates there your body's supposed to put it away as fat when we start to have all these other metabolic issues it's because things are going wrong and that going back to that idea of Amy, that your personal fat threshold makes such a huge impact on what your body is doing and how your body is managing the carbohydrates that are coming in. And if you don't have space to make more fat, your body still needs to do something to keep you alive. So are your joints working well? Are you menstruating normally if you're a lady, right? Is your heart working well? How's your blood pressure? Pay attention to how you're feeling. Are you are you fatigued all the time? Pay attention to how you're feeling. How's your intestines working? All of these things matter. All of these things will impact whether or not you're healthy long-term. Let's not mistakenly believe that because I can eat 300 grams of carbs in a day and not gain weight, that that automatically equals while it is healthy. Because I guarantee you, when I was doing it, 20, 30, right up until 30, 30, 38, I was getting away with that. I getting away with it. My joints were killing me. Was I really getting away with it? But right. It did it look like I was getting away with it. My joints were killing me. I want to thank my wellness warriors for coming by as usual. I love making these videos for you. Thank you for watching, mind-blowing, health and wellness with Violet. I can't wait to talk to you again next week.